Hey, what's going on, everybody? What a crazy, crazy day. It is April 21st at 8.54 p.m. About to go spend some time with my wife and then come in here for a late-night meditation session. It's been wild. I've been ending up meditating at like 9 o'clock or like at 8.30, and typically I'm in bed by 8.30, so still getting up at 3.30. Could not get out of bed yesterday. I ended up only meditating for half an hour that morning. And sure enough, it was 4.20, came home and ended up smoking, not even out of any cravings. It was so weird. It was just like, oh, well, it's a holiday. What the fuck? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it was silly. It was silly. I, I don't know why I did it. Um, I won't say it was a bad experience. You know, I didn't get super duper high. But, um, of course, what did we end up doing? I ended up having a serious conversation with my wife while we were out on a walk, you know, talking about moving. And so... You know, you'd want to be in your very best capacity for that. I will say, in in this particular instance, the experience of being high was a little different. I could t- I could tell I'd been meditating a lot. I was thinking about my body and my emotions in terms of energy. You know, marijuana is a great tool. The problem is for people like you and me, we abuse the shit out of it. <laughs> we we can't keep it in check, and so I, I, it was a it was not a negative experience. In, in that sense, but definitely the conversation with the wife became a negative experience. Um, you know, she, she got quite frosty. It was a frosty 420. Um, ultimately, into the night, you know, everything worked out. We kissed and made up. It was cool. But, you know, you wonder what the conversation would have been like had I been sober. Would it have been even worse? Because I maybe I would have been grouchy. I would have been tired. Or would it have been better? Because I would have listened and, and not followed, you know, this, like, mysterious vibe that I was feeling. I, who knows? It, it's already come and gone. Um I like what I'm experiencing from this stuff. Listen, I've never meditated so intensely other than way back in the day when I did the meditation retreat, the Vipassana retreat. And wow, I got to tell you, I'm starting to wonder if people are opening up to me because I'm meditating and I'm a different person or I'm starting to change or if people or if I'm just becoming a better listener. I'm wondering if that's the case. Maybe people have always been like this. Maybe people have always been stressed and anxious and stuff going on in their life. And I just don't listen because I've been so wrapped up in my own self, my own thoughts, what I'm going to say. And now I am, I'm observing the body posture. I'm observing their eyes. I'm trying to just be right in that moment. And I'm checking myself a little bit. And it's it's just been an absolute rodeo the last 48 hours. People have been dumping on me, just unloading and, and all different people, people I work with. Example, my mentor comes in because there's a rumor going around about me moving to a new grade level, to, uh, you know, the possibly unfounded rumor, I don't know. So she comes in to talk to me about it. <laughs> we don't talk about it at all. Instead, we talk about something that happened with her kid. Uh, my principal grabbed her kid's arm aggressively and like y- yanked him into the office in front of three other adults who all said it was extremely unprofessional and the kid was traumatized he cried for like two hours apparently at home and she's all tore up because she's super anti-confrontational she doesn't want to attack you know try to make somebody's life bad like she is a giver from her from the bottom of her soul and she's so crafty she she does these amazing um gifts where she she cuts words out of newspapers she she does themes i she she gets lots of little things that all add up to one big thing i mean it's fantastic the the picture she sent me from her husband's vasectomy like oh like don't get 
Well, I hope your heart's not tied up in knots. Like, I don't know, that kind of stuff. Like, it was hysterical. It was hysterical. She has a gift. And she's a beautiful person. And it really sucked to see her suffer. And the problem is we can't go to our union rep because our union rep is in cahoots with the principal. So we're in a jam. And I thought about, I'm thinking about now, this idea that we have a responsibility not only to ourselves, but but to the world around us. Um, to, to be better people. Like if everybody individually became better people, the world would be a better place. And so for you and I, giving up this marijuana habit is our attempt at trying to be a better person. It's our attempt at trying to make a finger, you know, to leave a lasting impact uh, on the planet and on our communities and on our families, uh, to stop dragging people down, to not, let our, to, to not be the stumbling block for those in our life. And I read a really cool quote on Reddit. Um, I'm not a Reddit guy, not at all. But I just, on 420, I think maybe it was. Or, yeah, probably 420. And that's maybe what got me into smoking was I got on my phone. I was taking a poop, got on my phone, typed in 420 just to, you know, do some research on the holiday or something. And then, boom, like the Im- images of weed, images of pot leaves come up. And, of course, the irony is I found a Reddit about um, quitting. And the person was like, my sober self wants me to get high. And my high self wants me to get sober. And a bunch of people were resonating with that. And for sure, that's the way I feel. My sober self definitely wants to get high. And the minute I get high, I'm like, man, I really wish I was sober. So, you know, I'm not happy about breaking down, but I got to move past it. Uh, You know, I was clean the day before that. been clean today. I'm going to go ahead and be clean tomorrow. And I also realized I didn't have any scripture in my life. Uh, yesterday either no scripture at all so we're going to get right into some scripture it says be kind and generous to others that's the section of chapter three in proverbs that we're on and it says my son let them not vanish from your sight keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul and adornment to your neck then you will walk in your way securely and your foot will not stumble when you lie down you will not be afraid when you lie down your sleep will be sweet do not be afraid of sudden fear, nor the onslaught of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. When it is in your power to do it, do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not devise harm against your neighbor while he lives securely beside you. Do not contend with a man without cause if he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence, and do not choose any of his ways, for the devious are an abomination to the Lord, but he is intimate with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Though he scoffs at the scoffers, yet he gives grace to the afflicted. The wise will inherit honor, but fools display dishonor. And... I'm going to keep going in chapter 4 here. Hear, O sons, the instructions of a father, and give attention that you may gain understanding. For I give you sound teaching. Do not abandon my instruction. When I was a son to my father, tender and the only son in the sight of my mother, then he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Acquire wisdom. Acquire understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will guard you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is acquire wisdom. And with all your acquiring, get understanding. Prize her and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a garland of grace and she will present you with a crown of beauty.
Hear, my son, and accept my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have directed you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in upright paths. When you walk, your steps will not be impeded, and if you run, you will not stumble. Take hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not proceed in the way of evil men. Avoid it, and do not pass by it. Turn away from it, and pass on, for they cannot sleep unless they do evil, and they are robbed of sleep unless they make someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. My son, give attention to your words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their body. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the spring of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and Put devious speech far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet and all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor the left. Turn your foot from evil. And uh, we've hit the end of Proverbs chapter 4. So, man, this is the kind of stuff I got to be filling my filling my brain with, filling my mind with, and I, and I hope you guys have something. If you if you've got a cool resource that that grounds you and 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 keeps you focused on the things that are right in this world, I'd love it if you send it to me. Quitting Marijuana Podcast at gmail.com. I'm just some nobody, bro, Joe, nothing in his second bedroom that doesn't even have a floor on it. You know, I'm standing on some plywood right now with a microphone in my hand and an old MacBook Pro that can't even start up half the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, send that stuff over, man. We all, we're all in this together. Let me let me know what's going on. Let me know what works for you, because uh, hopefully it'll work for me. Uh, health tip of the week. Listen, when I talked about those exercises the other day and going back to back, that is cool. There's another type of back to back that's called supersetting. I don't advise that you superset. If you are not a veteran lifter, don't do it. Supersetting is where you not only go back to back, but instead of using different muscle groups like what I described, you're doing the same muscle groups. So you're doing a quad, 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 you know, or a chest, 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 and then you go back to the beginning, hit that next chest. So you're doing maybe a um, barbell bench, dumbbell press, cable crossover, back to the barbell, dumbbell, cable crossover, and you do three rounds of that. And let me tell you, it smokes you. Like, it is good for the nervous system. It's good for your pump. Uh, it's good to just shake things up a bit. Very important for your body always to have new challenges. However, it's extremely taxing. It's extremely stressful. And your technique will suffer. At the end of the day, if I can say anything to anybody here about training, it is that you cannot sack... Let tech, let me put it this way. I don't want to tell you what not to do. Let technique be your guide. If you don't know if the weight's too heavy, if you don't know if you're working hard enough, all this kind of stuff, let technique guide you. You can move the weight up if your technique is perfect. And then when your technique crumbles, you better stop. You better move the weight down. You better take a breather. If the workout's too intense because your technique and you're letting your technique fall apart just for the sake of accomplishing it, well, you're not thinking, you're not playing the long game. And listen, I got a PhD in the school of hard knocks. I have not played the long game for a long, long time when it comes to training. Okay, my body is riddled with knots, tears, scar tissue, damages, uh, your tendons that aren't even connected anymore. And I'm only, I'm, what am I? I'm 31. 
And it all happened because of my ego. It all happened because no pain, no gain. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to kill myself every day. I'm going to do the work nobody else is willing to do. Well, here's the thing. You can do all that, but you're just running on a treadmill if you are not keeping your body in one piece. This is the only body you got, you guys. You've got to start taking care of it. If you're some fat fuck, get your shit together. That is so bad for you, man. Your hormones are just sitting in your body. They can't circulate like they're supposed to. It's one of the reasons why women get breast cancers because they got all that fatty tissue in their chest. My my um, assistant principal and I have been training every morning, 6.30. This dude weighs 260 pounds. He's like five foot four. okay? He's, he's a big boy. But he's in there grinding. The only way he can do it, however, is with a workout partner. If I'm not there training with him, he ain't training. And so if you're one of those people who needs a workout parker, partner, go get one, even if you don't like them that much. Fuck it. They're trying to better themselves. You're trying to better yourself. Roll with it. For a long time, I've been desperate for a consistent man in my life, like a, a real guy that I can go to and talk to and spend time with because that's so critical. And and now I have one. Is it the like, the guy that I would really choose? You know, like not really because he's... He's not into hunting and fishing. He's not into guns. He's not into the that kind of robust outdoorsy stuff that I am. But I tell you what, he's got a lot of things to offer. He's got he's got wisdom. He's got peace. He's got sensitivity and empathy. He's got professionalism. He's got so many qualities that if I stop thinking about myself and just focus on 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 being in the moment and, and engaging with this human being and stop thinking that I have so much to offer the world and wondering what the world can offer me, what individuals can offer me, then it's, it's going to be better. And so I don't know if any of that uh, kind of crosses your mind or, or, or your thoughts during the days, but these are things I think about. These are things I consider. So I'm going to I'm gonna wrap this one up. It's only, what are we at, like 14 minutes right now, but uh, it's late and I got I to gotta shower, spend some time with my wife, and then I got to meditate, man. So... Uh, how many hours are we up to here? Why don't we count it? We got, uh, it's April, so I did two on Sunday, two on Monday, uh, two on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, and today's Thursday. I did one that morning, so two, four, six, seven, eight, and then tonight will be nine, nine hours in five days. Not too bad, not too shabby. I'll take it. Uh, like I said, Wednesday was tough, couldn't get out of bed, but... Um, I, I'm trying to think of why that was too. I think, I don't know if it all just caught up with me or if I got up, turned off my alarm, got back in bed and then you're fucked after that, right? I didn't just get up and stay up. Um, interestingly too, I haven't had any caffeine through all these days, even though I'm getting like four hours of sleep, uh, or less. And that guru guy had said, like, if you put your body in balance you don't need all that sleep and while I still eat more than he does and I guess digestion you know sucks up a bunch of your body's energy I do think there's something to be said for meditating before bed and meditating right when I wake up like it just it just gives my body and my mind a chance to heal so I'm not gassing myself for the other 12 hours with a high heartbeat and a mind that's racing like that sucks energy out if you're going to spend 10 hours of your day stressing out like that's going to wear on you um, and you're going to need more sleep uh, as a result. So I guess, I mean, should I do an interesting marijuana fact or anything? Or are we are we tired of, of hearing about weed because we're all pros at this point? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe I'll skip it for now. Kids, if you're listening, don't fucking do it. Don't take the hit. It's not worth it. You don't have to bite the apple. <laughs> Just lean on somebody else's wisdom. And I know that's hard. 
But you got to think about what you really want out of life. Do you want this like one temporary experience? Or is there another experience upon which sacrifice, discipline, determination, grit, and diligence will get you will 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 gain uh, hmm, will reward you with excuse me sorry it's that late um, enthusiasm and diligence coach John Wooden I was listening to him last night famous UCLA basketball coach most winningest coach in history I believe and you know basically like the godfather of of basketball coaches and conduct him conducted himself with tremendous amounts of poise and character uh, he was a believer he was actually an English major believe it or not so very articulate man wrote several books awesome awesome like old farm style proverbs in there but he also built a pyramid of success and at the very bottom was diligence and enthusiasm do the work and love what you do after that the rest of the stuff will come how do you get success by this part how do you get that part by this part but how do you even get that part through hard work and enthusiasm like that's the that's the bottom line of everything and one of my takeaways from listening to him besides that piece was the idea that um don't try to be better than other people like just be the best you can be and i know that's so dumb i know i know it's so dumb because everybody says it all the time i like like it's not new it's not novel but hearing it from this guy hearing it from somebody who who managed to get a group of young men to the upper echelons of performance over and over again uh, to me that, that it just stands out it reminds me of Jordan Peterson compare yourself to who you were yesterday um, not to who somebody else is it's, it's a similar thing but man the music's burning right now so let's wrap it up uh, we got a quote let's go ahead and use John Wooden uh, listen to this quote last night as well be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are, while your reputation is merely what others think you are. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.